He was wrong. Donald Trump was wrong. Dead wrong. 100% wrong. We now have proof that no, not every FBI agent voted for him. And no, it's not just concentrated the evil and the corruption in the Washington, D.C. Bureau. It's in every field office around the country. They are they are out. It's even worse than Donald Trump thought. He We thought it was bad. It's 10 times worse. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And again, I know I'm not I'm not starting the podcast off. This isn't a really cheery note for a Friday. Like, woohoo, everything's horrible. But you need to know, you need to be aware of this. You need to know what's going on. You need to know what's happening um, to conservatives, to Republicans, to Trump supporters, to, to Trump voters, to patriots, to patriots all over the country. It's not just corruption at the highest levels of the FBI. It's er-were. It's er-were. It's right down the street here in Jacksonville, Florida. I'll get to that in just a minute. Uh, but thanks so much for downloading the podcast. Listen, before we get into that story, I did want to uh, I did want to take a moment to thank everybody who's been sharing this podcast. Thank everybody who's been leaving reviews because we have gotten we've gotten we've gotten a, a ton of great reviews and responses on uh, on Apple iTunes, on um, Google Play, all over the place. And I did just want to share a couple of those with you. I did just want want to share a couple of those with you. Wait, where are they? I thought I had them here. Hang on. I got to, I got to pull them up somewhere else. Uh, I, because it, you know, you take the time to write them and I want everybody to know that we also, we also take the time to read them. And by we, I mean me, because uh, basically I'm just, you know, I'm in this, I'm basically all alone. Uh, so here are the, some of the reviews that we've gotten recently. This is from, this is from Glap B Tex. Glap B Tex. Love the way Mark and the team work together to not only bring me the news, but also not depress me while doing it. Keep up the great work. All right. Well, I'm sorry for the really depressing intro today. <laughs> That's not really, uh, that wasn't really a timely review, but thank you so much. We really, we love that. Uh, great show. There is so much negativity out there. I was listening to five podcasts and now I'm down to two and a half. I listened to your show on podcast, um, this podcast and half of Bongino. All right. Well, I'm glad I'm not the half. I do not watch the mainstream news. I feel like it all I need to know from Mark. Thank you so much. That's DJ Patriot. I appreciate that. Uh, of all January 6th thing. No, oh, there, that's just more of a more of a comment about Ashley Babbitt. Love Marquet. He is animated, funny, and always truthful. I'm so glad he loves our country and defends it through his radio show and podcasts. He really is a true patriot. Thank you, Mark. That's from Bev C. 53. So again, thanks to everybody. Thanks to all y'all. Thanks to everybody who's leaving us a rating, leaving us a review. I know there's Spotify reviews. I'll read some of those next time and, and the Google Plus reviews or the Google Podcast reviews. But it, it really, we really appreciate it. We, we love um, that you guys are enjoying the podcast and, and that's, why, that's why I keep doing it every single day. And also because I want to try to inform you and entertain you and inspire you and make you realize that it's not as bad as it seems, even though it's much worse than it seems. This is one of those weird days where I want to be hyper positive, but I also don't want to lie to you. There was an article in the New York Post, and it came out the other day. It came out on Wednesday, which was whatever you want Wednesday, so I didn't get a chance to really delve into it. But it's from Miranda Devine, and it's all about the uh, one of the FBI whistleblowers. There's a guy named Special Agent Steve Friend, and he was basically fired. They took his badge. They took his gun. They walked, They escorted him out of the, the uh, Daytona Beach, Florida FBI um, building, which is right down the road here. We're, we're in North Florida. So like Jacksonville, Florida is where I broadcast from. And then just South of us is St. Augustine. And then Daytona beach is the next one down. So about an hour away or so. Uh, but I want to read you a little bit of the story. Bombshell allegations by FBI Sp special agent, Steve friend contained in a whistleblower complaint 
filed late Wednesday with the Department of Justice Inspector General, reveal a politicized Washington, D.C. FBI field office cooking the books to exaggerate the threat of domestic terrorism and using an overzealous January 6th investigation to harass conservative Americans and violate their constitutional rights. Now, this guy, Special Agent Friend, who's 37, is a 12-year veteran of the FBI. He's a SWAT team member. He was suspended Monday, stripped of his gun and badge, and escorted out of the FBI field office in Daytona Beach after complaining to his supervisors about the violations. He was declared absent without leave last month for refusing to participate in SWAT raids that he believed violated FBI policy and were a use of excessive force against January 6th subjects accused of misdemeanor offenses. This American hero, the father of two small children, has blown up his dream career because he could not live with his conscience if he continued to be part of what he sees as the unjust persecution of conservative conservative Americans. Now he goes and he talks about his oath. He goes, I have an oath to uphold the Constitution. He told supervisors, uh, supervisors when he asserted his conscientious objection to joining an August 24th raid on a J6 subject in the Jacksonville, Florida area. I have a moral objection and want to be considered a conscientious objector. So he chose to be a conscientious objector on the grounds that the FBI was violating the Constitution in his professional opinion. And he didn't want any part of that. Uh, the raids went on, by the way, without him. He did not vote for Donald Trump in the 2020 election, he said. He told his immediate boss twice that he believed the raid and the investigative process leading up to it violated FBI policy and the subject's right under the Sixth Amendment to a fair trial and Eighth Amendment right against cruel and unusual punishment. Uh, Here are some of the allegations I'm going to go through. This is crazy. And again, keep in mind, the Jacksonville, Florida field office is is about a mile from here, maybe two. It is right down the road. I drive by it all the time on my way home. Big building. They cover most of North Florida. Uh, If there's a raid in Jacksonville, Florida, it comes through that office. It is a huge building and it's right down the road. And that's not Washington, D.C. You know, Daytona Beach is not Washington, D.C. These raids, these uh, allegations, these, you know, gross misuses of power, this violation of people's rights, they're not just coming from the the, uh, Hoover building. In Washington, D.C., FBI headquarters, they're coming from the Jacksonville field office. They're coming from the Daytona Beach field office. These whistleblowers are all over the country and they're getting the same kind of they're getting the same kind of uh, anti-American, anti-conservative, you know, mandates and orders from their local reps as um, as the uh, as everyone else is getting from Washington, D.C. Here are some of his allegations, according to. Miranda Devine, the Washington, D.C. field office is manipulating FBI case management protocol and farming out J6 cases to field offices around the country to create a false impression that right wing domestic violence is a widespread national problem that goes far beyond the black swan event of January 6th. So they're taking this one event on January 6th, which was not preplanned, not premeditated. It was a spontaneous group of of passionate people, uh, you know, again, not armed not looking to cause an insurrection. Uh, and they're using that to try to create this false narrative that white supremacy and and uh, far-right extremism and these militant groups wanting to overthrow the United States of America, they're trying to make that seem like it's a real problem. It's not. It's a made-up issue. Uh, as a result, he was listed as lead agent in cases he had not investigated and which his supervisor had not signed off on in violation of FBI policy. So in, in, in addition to 
creating these cases and farming these out to other field offices, the FBI violated its own policy on multiple occasions so that they could get more January 6th, quote unquote, uh, extremists investigated and harassed and arrested and all that kind of stuff. Um, FBI domestic terrorism cases are being opened on innocent American citizens. This is the important one. FBI domestic terrorism cases are being opened on innocent American citizens who were nowhere near the Capitol on January 6, 2021, based on anonymous tips to an FBI hotline or from Facebook spying on their messages. These tips are turned into investigative tools called guardians after the FBI software that collates them. The FBI has post facto designated a grassy area outside the Capitol as a restricted zone when it was not restricted on January 6th in order to widen the net of prosecutions. So the FBI wants it to look like there are more, uh, wants it to look like there are more extremists than there actually are in this country. So they looked at the January 6th tapes and they said, all right, anyone who enters the Capitol building, anyone who breaches the Capitol building, they're an extremist. We're going to go and we're going to harass them and we're going to investigate them and we're going to lock them up. We're going to charge them with whatever. Uh, then after they get through that group, they go, all right, you know what? Let's move down to the stairs and maybe the area right outside the Capitol. Anyone in that area, we're going to arrest them as well. Then they're like, you know what? We need more people. So there's a grassy area outside the Capitol that was not restricted. It was open to the public. Now they are going backwards and they are restricting that area after the fact so that they can say anybody who was in that area, which was not restricted at the time, but now we've deemed restricted, is going to be an extremist and we're going to investigate them. This is insanity and this is dangerous. And this means that you, wherever you are, doesn't matter what, January 6th, I'll tell you exactly where I was. I know where I was. I was at home. I was sitting at my desk. I was watching the whole thing on television. I was, I think I broke in to do a live broadcast on my, on my uh, Twitch feed. And I, and I remember I was watching it on TV. I was watching the whole thing unfold. I was there for the majority of it. And I'm going to be honest with you that probably that probably based on this information could get me arrested by the FBI because they could now deem if they're just going around talking about what's an restricted, restricted area, they could just say, Hey, you were in your office at your home in Jacksonville, Florida. We're deeming that a restricted area. You're now a January 6th insurrectionist. Um, come, please come with us. They could search it. They could, they could take stuff out of it. They could plant evidence. They could do whatever they did at Mar-a-Lago and they could do it to any one of you. If they did it to the president, they could hundred percent do it to you and to me. The FBI intends to prosecute everyone, even peripherally associated with January 6th and another wave of J six subjects are about to be referred to the FBI's Daytona beach resident agency for investigation and arrest. Now, this is where it's interesting. The Jacksonville area, again, where I am right now, was inundated with guardian notifications and FBI agents were dispatched to conduct surveillance and knock on people's doors, including people who had not been in Washington, D.C. on January 6, 2021, or who had been to the Trump rally that day, but did not go inside the Capitol. So if you went to the rally, if you went to the speech, if you heard Donald Trump say, hey, let's patriotically and let's peacefully and patriotically go and make our voices heard. If you heard him say that, and then you said, you know what? That sounds fun and all, but I'm kind of tired. I'm going to go back to the hotel and take a nap. Or if you said, that sounds fun and all, but you know what? I'm really hungry. I'm going to go down and uh, check out Ben's Chili Bowl and get myself a, um, you know, get myself a, uh, a hot dog and a bowl of chili. Or maybe you were like, you know, that sounds fun and all, but it's way, it's, it's past noon. 
I'm going to go get drunk in Georgetown. I'm going to hit the bars, party with the the uh, sorority girls. I don't know what you were thinking. I don't know what you do in your spare time. Maybe you had a flight. Maybe you heard Donald Trump speak. You were like, that's great. This was a great speech and all. I wish you well, Mr. President, but I got to get back to the airport. My flight home is leaving in 30 minutes. It doesn't matter. Now the FBI is going to investigate you because you were at the Donald Trump rally and they're going to call you a January 6th insurrectionist. They're going to come to your house. They're going to knock on your door. They're going to violate your rights. They're going to do all of this. And this is Jacksonville, Florida. This is a very conservative area. This is a place where you got a lot of uh, Republicans, a lot of Trump supporters, a lot of people that otherwise would would be interested in going to showing that show their patriotism who are outspoken. And now the FBI, not from Washington, D.C., the FBI, not in a faraway place, but the FBI, two miles from where I'm sitting right now, is is inundated with these reports and is going around harassing my neighbors in my neighborhood because they may or may not have been at the Capitol on January 6th. This is worse than Vladimir Putin throwing people off of buildings and off of cruise ships. This is worse than what happens in Russia, in my humble opinion, uh, because it's America. It's not supposed to happen. Friends says he was punished after complaining to his bosses about being dragged into January 6th investigations that were violating citizens' Sixth Amendment rights due to overzealously charging, overzealous charging by the DOJ and biased jury pools in Washington, D.C. And it goes on uh, and on and on. And he says he was uh, also getting reprisals from his supervisors after he voiced his concerns. They ignored him. They manipulated him. Um, at no point was I advised or counseled on where to take my disclosure beyond the reprising officials above the threatened reprisal constituted a de facto gag on my whistleblowing. So they tried to silence him, of course, which they would do. That's what happens in a tyrannical state. The president uses his agency, which the department of justice is not even supposed to be working this closely with the president, but guess what? This is what they learned from Obama and Holder. This is an old Democrat trick. The Department of Justice does not work independently from a Democrat president. The Department of Justice is the bureau by which the actions the president demands flow through. So Biden calls Merrick Garland and says, arrest all these Republicans. And Merrick Garland calls the FBI and says, arrest all these Republicans. And the FBI calls their field offices and says, arrest all these Republicans. And the field offices go out and say, we're going to go arrest all these Republicans. And when one guy in Daytona Beach says, whoa, this is wrong. They try to silence him. They take away his security clearance. They uh, have reprisals against him. And then eventually they take away his badge, his gun. They kick him out. And and he's now left without a career um, and, you know, without a future because he's trying to do, do right by his fellow citizens and by the Constitution of the United States of America. It's really bad. I mean, I knew that it was bad. But like I said, I didn't know it was this bad. I didn't know it was happening two miles from my house. Um, anyway, listen, we're going to keep following this story. These FBI whistleblowers are important people. They need to be supported. Uh, you need to tell their stories. You need to make sure that you spread it around. People need to know what's going on, not just here in Florida, but elsewhere. People need to know what the threat is. If you're posting something on your Facebook page about January 6th or about Donald Trump or about Republicans, and God knows I'm in that boat, you're, you're, you have a file and you could get a knock on your door. An anonymous whistleblower could call the FBI, blow the whistle on you. The next thing you know, you're in your jammies on your front yard while they're ripping through your closet, while they're going through your safety deposit boxes, while they're taking guns out of your house. Whatever they want to do, they can do because Joe, uh, Joe Biden, the Department of Justice and the heads of the FBI have corrupted the entire damn organization. 
And really, it, it seems like it's time to defund it. It seems like it's time now to take a hard look, go in and clean house. But just know this, you may, thought, you may have thought you were safe because you're not near Washington, D.C. You're not. If you voted for Trump and you live in a state with an FBI field office, and that's all of them, you could be getting a visit uh, sooner than later. Hey, uh, anyway, listen, thanks again for downloading the podcast. Thank you so much for all the kind words. If you haven't ever left a review or a star or shared this, please do all of those because it helps us help you uh, help the United States of America. And of course, do what we want to do, do what our mission is every single time we crack the mic and every single time I open my mouth. And that is save the republic.